Hi, this is Mark Hoke. Has out-of-control inflation, gas prices, and grocery costs wrecked your wallet? Then check into automated day trading with Trading Made Easy. Trading Made Easy has spent five years helping people put cash in their pockets with their simple-to-use day trading software. So if you're ready to leave that 9-to-5 job behind, visit TradingMadEasy.com or call 800-971-4160 to sign up for a free live training seminar right now. That's TradingMadEasy.com. 1015 FM K-Dawn. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Filled with wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's bring on the tag team of Andrew Fishfane, Joe DeFalco, and your host, Mark Hoke. All right, everybody, what's going on? It is it is Sunday morning here on KDWN. It is the Mark Hoke Show, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. I am your host, Mark Hoke, and my tag team partner is the Open Says. Andrew Fish Fane sitting across from me. Big Van, man, what's up? Vandergriff. Oh, stop it. Oh, you're seriously oh, starting with that already? Vandergriff. You can't be. Wherefore art thou? He's going to be at the FSW card tonight at the he, Silver Nugget. Yeah, he's running from me. He's not running from you. You are chasing him. No, 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 my friend. No, no, you're stalking him. You Maybe. are stalking him. Much like DDP. This is bizarre, Andrew. <laughs> you have lost your brain. Yes, I, I, I don't know what's going on with you. I mean, do you, do you have some sort of... Do you have a Ray Finkel thing going on in your bedroom right now or something with Vandergriff <laughs> posters and... You know, it's, they, all, it's just, they all have no. I have a Bray Wyatt thing. It's like my my uh, Funhouse. Uh, I have red X's on the eyes, dude. <laughs> it's unhealthy. He's scared of me. No, no. I guarantee you, he doesn't even know who you are. Yeah, that's what he says. Yeah, okay. That's what people say where they're scared of people. Well, I don't uh, know him. Yeah, you do. Yeah, whatever. Joe DeFalco. We will hopefully be getting Joe in the second hour. Joe is, of course, setting up for that big FSW card tonight. That's going to be a pretty interesting evening, to say the least. Absolutely. It's one of their best cards of the, of the year, next to Mecca, which just happened. Yeah, Hammerstone will be defending the FSW Championship against the winner of a 30-man battle royal tonight. That's my boy, Hammerstone. He's going to be in my corner against Vandergriff. Let it go. Just to make sure there's no shenanigans. I will, I will sing Let It Go Again if you, do, if you don't stop. No tomfoolery. I will. But, but it should be a great night. Um, I will be down there along with a couple of friends, so I would highly recommend you check it out. If you haven't gotten your tickets, go to fswvegas.com. Pick those up right now because there's probably not many left would be my guess. I would imagine because there is no doubt that the FSW puts on the greatest shows always. Yep, so head on over there. Should be a great time tonight at the Silver Nugget, 5 o'clock. Loaded card, I think. Uh, and have you always wanted to see some ex WWE wrestlers? Carlito's going to be there. Yeah, Chris, Chris Masters. Masters. It's going to be a lot of fun. It so. really is. Great, great, great card. Always. Yeah, Davy Richards is going to be there tonight too. One of the oh, American awesome. Wolves. Yeah, that's always so, fantastic. Yeah, so this is going to be a great night. And uh, hey, and you can say hi to me too. So you got the good side and the bad side. Stop. 
you're a terrible human being. Yes, I am. You are. I am. Oh, there's no question. I mean, oh. it, that wasn't. We weren't debating that, were we? <laughs> All right. So once again, uh, get over there, check it out. FSWVegas.com. Before we get into what happened last night, which has to be the top story of today, of course, I want to send a sincere thank you out to all of our fans around the planet who showed up big with this week on our podcast. Oh, absolutely. Downloads. I know wrestling shows on YouTube that don't get the amount of views that we got on the one day of podload down or podcast downloads this Easy week. Easy for you to say. Not today. So You know why we got that many downloads? No, we don't. Because they're waiting Stop. to see me versus Vandergrift. I'm going to walk out of here right now. We're going <laughs> yeah. home. But seriously, thank you so much to everybody across the planet. I mean, we covered all the United States, South America, a bunch of countries in Africa. You're everywhere. And We're we, big in Cameroon. <laughs> I didn't look if Cameroon was on the list. But I want to thank everybody for downloading the show. We really do appreciate it. And if you want to go back and check out... All of our past shows, just go to markhokeshow.podbean.com, and you can download it there directly or go to a ton of different sites. That You will uh, join, be joining 26,000 others. Just one day. Yeah. There were other days, too, but that was that was a pretty good one. That's but a, but yeah, seriously, good one. You know, we really do appreciate that. Thank you for... From the bottom of my heart, I, I do appreciate it. I, if I don't sound appreciative, I apologize. I'm just too busy focused on Vandergriff. Because, you know, when you got a big fight coming up, you got to remain focused. You're done. My God. All right. So, but once again, we really <laughs> thank you so much, everybody. But a wild night last night. Holy cow. Well, I I don't even know what to... Is this considered one of the big it's, four pay-per-views for AEW? Yeah, this is this is one of the one of the big AEW pay-per-views. They only have four though, don't they? Yes, they do four. So therefore, are all the big four? I mean, yeah, it, I'm, yes, I'm like, I'm, that's usually how it works. Well, four is four. Well, the point is the WWE has their big four in the Royal Rumble, the WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. Yeah, but they only do four. So, but it, where does this rank in this? I mean, which one's their WrestleMania? All out. Which, of course, ended up being a complete disaster at the end because of what happened with the CM Punk East Steel <laughs> Elite <laughs> Chomp Fest, whatever you want to call that. Yeah, so I guess if that happened at the end of WrestleMania, it would probably be the same sort Could of you thing. imagine that? Oh, good Lord, no. <laughs> if there was a massive fight between whoever won the world title and some of the other guys, uh, like Triple H or something. Yeah, it was after be... WrestleMania six, Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior got into a scrap. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> But yeah, but this this is now we're reset again. I think in AEW. I think so. I, I think they've they've now gotten actually, believe it or not, gotten past it. Yes, I think that it's over, and yeah, we've definitely moved on because the only oh, thing left is what's going to happen with Punk. Yeah, I I don't think we'll see him, but you never know. Like I said, hey, you know what? If there's money to be made, business is business. But let's talk about what happened in full gear Absolutely. last night because this was. Overall, was a very good card. I, I think there were a few eh, matches. I think the show, but, for the most part, delivered. But absolutely, it was a, a crazy evening. Let's take a look at what happened last night. Um, the open of the show, um, I had a six-man, a, a ten-man tag match. Not worried about that. But Ricky Starks, as we talked about last week, beats Brian Cage in a, a pretty 
pretty solid match. Starks is picking up Cage and throwing him around, man. Yeah, and, and that's that's not easy to do. Kudos for AEW for not just destroying Cage early, letting him at least get to the semifinal. Yeah, and we had I you know, we had mentioned last week because Starks had gotten hurt and it postponed how this tournament was going to play out in the final instead of being at full gear last night is now going to be on dynamite and that's going to be Ricky Starks versus Ethan Pages. They will face off for a shot at I won't say who the yet. new title. The the, <laughs> the title. The, someone who's got the championship. We'll mention that in a little bit. But it looks like uh, Ricky Starks is going to get the rocket for a little bit. Apparently, they've strapped that thing on him. Good for him. As long as he's not having to have the same rocket that Austin Theory had. <laughs> no, no. But but Brian Cage, great performance again last Absolutely. night. Absolutely looked looked fantastic. So we'll see with Ricky Starks and Ethan Page going at it Wednesday night. Uh, Eddie Kingston, very emotional last night. And this may have, if on the surface, if you don't know what was going on, this may have seemed like a throwaway match. But Eddie Kingston wrestled uh, Jun Akiyama in the pre-show. Akiyama is a Japanese wrestling legend who was really Eddie's first kind of hero, really, in professional wrestling. That would be like if I got in the ring with Hulk Hogan. That and, and, and wrestling. I'm just Sorry. saying that's that's what that would mean to meant to Eddie last night. And I think he could actually beat Hulk Hogan now, right? Just well, no, I don't, I think, don't he, think so. He, he's not going to pick you up and slam you. He's going to squash my head. It would be done. But Eddie Kingston gets the win and is just all over the place to wrap the match up. And you know he got to wrestle his hero last night, and it showed. And it was kind of fun at the end. Of course, he was. Hyping up, he had. To, there's a little bit of time left, and he was hyping up the pay per view. And I can't say on the air what he said to purchase the pay per view as motivation, but but he he, it, he he did a good job. If you're wrestling your <laughs> hero, do you want to see your hero fail? Well, but it's different in wrestling, you know. You with it being scripted, yeah, I, it is what it is. But you know, that was, but it was it was but, a lot of fun. For but me. I know. But wouldn't you go say? You know what? I I'm I'm gonna do the job for him. Yeah, but he, it wouldn't have made guy. but it wouldn't have made sense for him to do the job. You know, Eddie's, I mean, Akiyama is in the AEW universe is just a guest star. No, I got you. Okay, so it fair enough. Yeah, so that fair wouldn't enough. make sense for you to take that. But uh, a good finish to the pre-show, and that was a good hard-hitting match. We open up with Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Which, by the way, I love the fact that he is now making it. He's not just Jungle Boy. He's Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Yes. I think that's terrific. A nice ode to his dad, Luke Absolutely. Perry. If you didn't know that, he is the son of Luke Perry from 90210, the late Luke Perry. Taking on the big man, Luchasaurus. Steel cage age. match. And I got to throw something out here. I was so happy when a bad thing happened to Jungle Boy in this match. Well, you know, look, this has been my complaint for a long time about steel cage matches. For those that haven't seen a steel cage, a traditional steel cage match, it looks like the wire fencing at the school. It looks like the dog kennel walls. It didn't used to. Remember, it used to be that big, ugly blue ball. No, that was was the WWE thing. Those the original steel cages. Before that, that was what a steel cage looked like, and they got rid of it, thank God. But... When Luchasaurus took Jungle Boy and rubbed his face on the cage. Now, what if Fish, if I decided I was mad at you. Yeah, it would grind away and you'd bleed. Yes. 
Well, for the first time, I think in two decades, someone bled. Jungle Boy bled when he got his face rubbed. I'm like, yes! That's what should happen. Yes! Absolutely. That's what we do. It's a steel cage match. You don't like each other. Thank you, AEW. Round of applause. I don't know if they did that on purpose, however. I think it just sort of happened. He didn't blade. I couldn't tell. But good for them. I don't think he played it. I think it, it just, I think it was natural, and that's the way it should be. Yeah, a little hard way work. Yeah. There you go. It's called hard way when you... I, I know but the terminology. People, I know you do, but everybody out there might not. We yeah, have hard, to... hard way is not rolling double fours. Yes. <laughs> but uh, after things kind of got rolling, Jungle Boy wins the match. They had dragged Christian out. Of course, he had split the duo up, was the catalyst for that. Jungle and... Boy Jack Perry had to win this match. I mean... Yeah, he did. And and great job. It'll be interesting to see where he goes from here. Of if, course, the two of them had been the AEW World Tag Team Champions. Right. Are they, are they, they going to so. end this feud at this point? Was this the end of their feud? For now, but I don't think Christian's going to be real happy. No. Of and course, I, I think he, Jungle Boy Jack Perry wants a piece of Christian anyway. They were supposed to, they had that really short match at All well, Out, but hurt. Christian was hurt. You know, he's, his wrist is still mess up, messed up. So we'll see where all that goes but a great match to open things up and then oh fish you came in here yelling about the aftermath of this one just the, the ridiculousness of it it it's just get, it pisses me off let's let's get to let's get to what happened first because <laughs> so we had death triangle the that is pack penta el cero miedo and ray phoenix i like the way you say it with the accent yes thank you i'm working on that <laughs> Taking on, taking on the elite, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks making their return after the suspension, wrestling for the trio's championship. Now, I've got a nice evasion. Look, here's I've complained about this before, and this is the thing that I love and hate about Young Bucks matches. Spotty. Spotty. They did that little square thing again. Where the four of them were standing in a square. You had the Bucks. You had uh, the Lucha Dragons standing there. Did you just doing, call them the Lucha? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they, they are Lucha yeah. Dragons. Doing their thing coordinated and all standing in their little corner of their their little square they made. And, yeah, I just hate it. It's you awesome. wouldn't do that in a fight. No, you see for him, you go, okay, something's about to come up. Something's, something spotty's happening. Here it comes. Yeah, and it came. It did. But, and there were other typical Young Bucky spots in there. Of course. But, on the other side, incredible athleticism. Great coordination. Uh, the, the choreography on the stuff that they did looked good. It's just a matter of if you, if you like that or not. What was interesting was that, being that they'd been out since... What was it, August? Yeah, it's been since All Out. Yeah, so they 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 hadn't lost, there was no ring rust. No, the and, Bucks and Kenny Omega. And Kenny, I think, actually benefited from that, because, of course, Kenny had just come back from all he, those injuries. Yeah, right. So, and he looked great. Yes, he did. He really did. So, Death Triangle wins the match after Ray Phoenix, of course, Pac had been taking a bell, ham- the hammer that rings the bell, and he'd been winning matches like that, and... Phoenix never wanted to do that. Well, Phoenix did it when he was about <laughs> to get a one-wing angel from Kenny Omega, and 
Death Triangle retains the trios championship, that, which which of course shocks everybody. And end the story there. That's where the story should end. Okay, Death Triangle won. Move on. No. Of course not. Later on in the show, announced a best of seven between the two trios teams. A best of seven. And that match counted in the best of seven. So we have a retroactive best of seven series. So in other words, it's how can we make sure that the elite still win the title, but it doesn't look like we're just giving it to them their first day back. Something along those lines. Because you you know the elite are going to win four of the seven. I give a massive prop to Tony Schiavone, who, when selling this whole thing, brought up the old best of seven series with Magnum TA and Nikita Koloff, which is legendary. I mean, that was an incredible best of they, seven there was series. Also, wasn't there a best of seven between Sheamus and uh, Claudio, now Claudio Castagnoli? Yes, but that which, was not legendary. No, but it was it was it was actually a very good series. That's what yeah, got was, the bar together. It was a good series, but now we get to watch probably six more spot fests. And since we're, I must and, say, since we're in Vegas, I will make you one other bet. It will go all seven. I, I don't oh, think there's I'm ever been a best. I don't, I don't think there's ever been a best of seven that ended in five. <laughs> Could you imagine if Death Triangle <laughs> lost four in a row? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah, I mean, you want to just say it's not a best of seven; it's seven matches. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> because it, like, it could end in six. It they will. It's no. Why not? Because it never does. It should. But, well, it should end in one. They, they want. Well, no, I no, I could a rematch would have been good. I don't mind a feud between these guys, but the no, best of seven. And I don't. It gets too predictable. Right, and all that. But the next match is is this coming Wednesday on Dynamite. If I'm gonna do a rematch, I don't need a rematch three days later of what I just saw. Well, now you got a bet. You got a best of seven. You got to get in before over the next uh, what seven six or seven weeks. So yeah. yeah. But it, it, uh, it was, it's just it, it's just asinine. If you want to give the belts to the elite, then give it to the elite. But don't it don't make it so incredulous that it's going to be here you go. You know, it, like I said, it is so predictable at this point that the elites are going to win the title. No, well, so we're getting a best of seven, and you know, I think it's going to be fun. But one thing that the my other my other problem with this is. You've got to make six more matches that somehow have to stand out from each other. Well, one of them's going to end in a teams. DQ. Well, like, but like, like but one, I'm saying in terms of the what you're doing well, in the like, ring. Yeah, I, I know. But one team's going to end up being up like three to one, so they're going to purposely get disqualified in one match by beating the other team so badly and doing things in a cheating manner. So that's why they automatically get a loss. I'm going to go. It'll be two two. It's going to do. I the, think it'll be two two. Do the Karate Kid three thing. <laughs> when, when when he take a point, lose a point, take a point, lose yeah, a point. Yeah, let's 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 alternate it just for fun. It probably will be two. No, I'm telling you, one of them's gonna have a big lead. They're gonna lose one on purpose, thinking that they can. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see who wins game four of the series. It's yeah, there you go. That's how it, game five <laughs> is the big one. Yeah. All right. So we had that, but yeah, definitely a, a good match though. And then we get to the next one: Jade Cargill defending her TBS championship. Against Nyla Rose. Didn't see this coming a mile away. And, of course, Cargill wins. I mean, that's <laughs> not a surprise. She gets her belt back. But the finish was good. There were some decent spots in this, but, man, Jade is still clunky. I, I hate to I hate to bust on her. You, you'd think by now she would have learned to be less clunky, and it hasn't happened. She needs the right people in the ring with her. And it's, and it's not that Nyla Rose isn't experienced. Of course, she's a former AEW women's champion. 
but they're just Jade wasn't ready. I mean, I, I if if they would have trained her for six more months before they got her started, I think they'd have been a little better off. But Jade is just she's learning on the job. And so you kind of have to keep that in mind. And she's an incredible physical specimen. And no, I think no, that's why no they question. rushed it. I mean, you wanted to get her out there because she just looks incredible. But yeah, it was OK. Yeah. And, it okay. and there's nothing you can do about it at this point. Except for just keep trotting her out there and hope she gets better. The problem is she's not getting better. Well, I think she is, but it's... not in the increments that she needs to be getting better, yeah, especially as a champion. And the other issue she's going to have is now that the streak is up to what forty three and oh, if I remember correctly, they going to start chanting gotta... Goldberg when she walks out. I <laughs> eventually, but I don't think it's going to get that far. I don't think it will. Who do you have take the title off her? Probably somebody like Britt Baker. Maybe, 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 maybe that's why Britt lost. That, 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 you you can't jump ahead. I did jump a little, but that's okay. I'm watching the clock too. I noticed that. Yeah, because it's, it's new digs, by the way. Yeah, I like the new digs. Yeah, we're very excited. Yeah, we've moved. It's beautiful. Um, Moving on up to the east side. Did we move to the east side? No, we're on the west. We're in Deluxe Apartment in the Sky High. Moving on up. Moving on up. All right, we'll stop. But. (laughs) Yeah, we should mention, by the way, we do have a new home with Odyssey. And if you want to download the app, you can listen to us there, too. I think you should download they, the they, Odyssey They app. love us to mention that. Because they do a, a fantastic job with everything. Yeah, so check that out. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Sorry, that was just money going into my bank account. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get one more in here before we head to the break. Uh, the Ring of Honor World Championship match. And this a, was a fatal four way. This was a really good match. It really well you, when you have was, those when you have those four athletes in there. How could it not be? Chris Jericho, the defending champion, takes on Brian Danielson, Claudio Castagnoli, of course, for you WWE fans Cesaro. that aren't aware, that was Cesaro and Sammy Guevara. Chris and Sammy are in the Jericho, Jericho Appreciation, Appreciation Society. Society. You've got Danielson and Castagnoli, who are in the, the Blackpool, Blackpool Combat Club. Club. And Jericho ends up winning this thing. But this had some really wild moments. Sammy sort of turning on Chris after Chris landed on him after uh, doing a lion salt. And, yeah, but he, and as Chris explained afterwards, it was just sportsmanship. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a match. Yeah, exactly. But Danielson and Castagnoli got into it, too. So you didn't just have them teaming up. It, it, this was a legit four-way and I thought everybody did a fantastic that, job. Now, was Danielson and Castagnoli going against each other foreshadowing what's going to happen with the Blackpool Combat Club? Well, we're going to get to that. But, but I, I didn't give anything away. All I said was foreshadowing. Yeah, but this was this was a terrific match. And Like I said, how could you, know, you not have it with those four wrestlers? Yeah, and Jericho moves on as the, the Ocho continues his reign as the Ring of Honor World Champion, the Announcers were getting into an argument whether Chris is the greatest Ring of Honor champion of all time <laughs> already. I'm like, yeah. Ian Rickabody said, hey, Samoa Joe was, had a 600-plus day reign as ROH champion. So I don't know about that. There are that. some other good ones that they probably didn't mention, like Tyler Black. Yeah. <laughs> May not mention him. But the interesting part about this now is Jericho is now going to wrestle uh, she, uh on Dynamite, Dynamite coming up on Wednesday. So that's going to be a fun match. but. Of course, Jericho's going to go over. This is going to be really interesting as he tries to wipe out all the past champions of Ring of Honor. Honor. Who's going to be the one to knock him off? 
It depends so. if there's a, a former Ring of Honor champion that is under, in, with another uh, company that may have their contract ending soon that yeah. can come over. Or... or if someone gets reinstated. Yes. We'll throw that possibility out, too, just we, for fun. Who could that be? Uh, uh, I don't know. I will say that I, I like the fact that Jericho still is winning with the Judas effect. Yeah. And it, he's not he's not going to the, the Code Breaker or the Lion Salt or the Lion Tamer. It's the the Judas effect is is the finishing move that he's using to win. Yeah. Well, you know what I like to finish up with? Oh, good Lord. I like to finish up with a, a show with a great breakfast. I knew that was coming. Yes, you did. And if you are out there driving around Las Vegas right now and you're saying, what is this Mark Hoke guy talking about here on his show? They say that for the entire two hours. That they do. Head on over to Unique Eats. Great food by celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco. Um, unbelievable omelets, breakfast, and if you want lunch, you've booze. got pastas. They have booze. <laughs> yeah, they've got booze. You've got great pastas, sandwiches, award-winning pizzas, and I finally had one of Dom's pizzas. Dear Lord, my belly will never be the same again. It's, it's it, <laughs> that just, that I... that lump of that lump of fat that is there will never go away, and I don't want it to because it was that great. So if you're looking for some terrific food, and and they have a liquor license now, so you can get mimosas. All that fun stuff. Head on over to Unique Eats. That is at uh, 3100 South Durango Suite 100. Only thing better than the food is the service. Service is fantastic, too. Smoothies, vegetarian menu, and they cater as well. So give Dom a call, 702-992-3038. 702-992-3038. UniqueEatsLV.com. UniqueEatsLV.com. Or just drive on over there right now, pig out, and have a great time. All right, so I guess we're going to be headed to break here pretty shortly. There it is. Oh, that's the music. It is. No, stop. Go away, fish. We will be back with more on the Mark Hoke Show, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment here in Las Vegas on KDWN 101.5 FM 720. Talk of Las Vegas. Stick around. More full gear. There's a new champ, maybe. I don't know. There's a couple, maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll be right back. When it comes to having the right attorney in your corner, you want to have a proven winner on your side. And Russell Dutch Boyd of VegasCouncil.com knows how to win in Las Vegas. Boyd graduated at 18 years old from law school and is also a three-time World Series of Poker bracelet winner. And no matter what legal challenges you're facing, Boyd will help you through it all. As a litigation attorney, he covers multiple areas of law, including personal injury, business law and startup, cyber law, and crypto clients, and whatever else you might need to navigate the legal waters of Las Vegas and beyond. Just visit VegasCouncil.com to set up your free initial consultation today. That's VegasCouncil.com and let Dutch Boyd help you win today. Once again, that's Russell Boyd at VegasCouncil.com. Tired of the same boring food when you're out for breakfast or lunch? I'm Mark Hoke, and I have an idea for a different place to go with unique food you're sure to enjoy, and that's Unique Eats. Take some time out of your busy day and stop on in to Unique Eats, featuring celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco and his friendly staff. Whether it's a great start to your day with one of Unique Eats' amazing omelets or lunch with his incredible sandwiches, pasta, and award-winning pizzas, you'll be in for a fantastic dining experience that won't break the bank. Unique Eats 
Bites also features a smoothie bar and full vegetarian menu as well. Plus, if you need catering, you can count on Unique Eats no matter what the occasion. So what are you waiting for? Get on over to Unique Eats at 3100 South Durango, Suite 100, open daily until 3 p.m. Call them at 702-992-3038 or visit UniqueEatsLV.com for their full menu and catering info. Break out of the same old routine and have a great meal at Unique Eats today. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. All right, and we are back on the Mark Hoke Show. The best in pro wrestling news, entertainment in the multiverse. That's right. We declared that. So be it. That's how it is. Right, Fish? Without a doubt. And, you know, in that multiverse, I beat Vandergriff in every one of them. No, you don't. Yes, I do. You... Told you, block it. In this the is fish. like if if this was the the Infinity War, you know the one, the one. I'm locking in the fish hook and it's over. There's no one. I'm locking in the fish hook and it's over. Let it go. You're done. But best He's in pro wrestling news entertainment. Stop. I'm Mark Hoke, Andrew Fishvane. We That's will me. hopefully get Joe DeFalco later on. Of course, he's got that big card coming up tonight. FSW Vegas down at the Silver Nuggets. So make sure you get on over there. And you can meet little old me, Fish. I'll go with the old part. Oh. I don't know about the little. Come on. Be nice. <laughs> I am being nice. I know. I'm just being honest. You don't have to be that honest. I'm, Come on. I, well, I'm honest people, in everything. I, there I, are people listening to us around the world that haven't seen a picture of me. And yes, I am a little chunky right now. I apologize. But I'm still cute. I didn't say you weren't cute. I just said you weren't little. <sighs> Unbelievable. But best in pro wrestling news here on KDWN 101.5 FM 720 AM. We are the talk of Las Vegas. As we continue on talking about full gear last night from All Elite Wrestling, their big pay-per-view that has the world talking for a lot of reasons, a ton of them. So let's continue on from where we left off here. We've got, we had Soraya, the former page in AEW, making her return after five years being out of the ring. It was just nice to know that she didn't get hurt. Taking on Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Of course, the promos leading up to this got a little, um, I don't know, odd. No, it got but, a little uh, me, a little self-centered. Yeah, it was a, a little strange, whiny. Strange lead up, but solid match. And I've got to say this. First, they did a lot of spots where Soraya was taking bumps. With neck breakers and things like that, DDTs. So they're she trying was, to prove that her neck is fine. Yes, and one thing that you really have to give Britt Baker credit for is she took very good care of Soraya in this match. Yes, she did. Uh, Without that, being obvious that she was taking good care of her. That is, you know, and that's that's kind of the first rule of wrestling is don't hurt your opponent. You know, whoever you're in Unless there. Unless you're G- JBL and your opponent's the blue mean. Well, yeah, there are certain <laughs> circumstances. But in general, the 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 best wrestlers are the ones that protect the people that Absolutely. they're working with. And that's what made, and uh, you know, I'll joke aside, that's what made guys like The Undertaker. And what, what makes John Cena so great is they are very protective of the people they wrestle. And Britt was, Britt did her job last night. Very impressively. Now, but, but here was my question, and there's a, some people wondering about this 
should Soraya have gone over last night winning this match? I don't know. I mean, I think Soraya had to win the match. Why? Because it, there's no point in bringing someone like that in, having her cut the promo she cut, only to have her lose. But Britt's the bad guy. Doesn't matter. The, the, you could, the hero has to win once in a while. I, if but, it was for the title, then no, I don't think you have Soraya win. See, but I, I do think that this hurt Britt Baker in a way. It was, you know, it was clean finish. A little, little abrupt at the end. I think they... Kind of got a notification from the ref that hey, wrap times, it up, wrap it up. times running out. Right, I, I don't, I go don't, home. I don't think it hurts Britt Baker in the sense that Soraya is going to go down in history as one of the all-time great women wrestlers. Okay, she, I mean, yeah. she was the start of the women's revolution in the WWE. She's pretty good. I don't know if I'd go that far, but but she's, I mean, uh, she, uh, in, in her place in history, maybe not as a wrestler, but her place in history is cemented because of what she did in the WWE. We'll see about that. I'm, I'm not. I'm not that big on her, but this is going to be very interesting to see how they move forward from here. That's, that's the next question, if they make her untouchable or not. I I don't think this is over between the two of them. I, I'd like to see them work together more. I, th- I thought they were good dance partners, and to for Soraya to be able to get out there, and she wasn't perfect. You know, obviously, she hasn't been in the ring, and she just got cleared 18 days ago to wrestle. Right-ish. So, you know, kind of got to shake and, that rust off, and, but she but she did well and I and I think Britt led the way and took good care of her and I and more than I think people match. realize your opponent makes the match. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's 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 not necessarily how good a wrestler you are, it's how good a person you're you're with and how your styles me- mesh in the ring. I mean, certain guys like Bret Hart could wrestle anybody and it would be a great match. Right. And and Dr. Britt Baker has really proven herself as one of the all-time best wrestlers in AEW. I think she certainly, even though she's not the champion, to me she's still the face of that women's division. And uh, she'll continue to do so, I think. So so good match there. But Dr. Britt Baker goes down last Down night. goes Baker. Down goes Baker. Now we get to one that I, I'm not happy with. Okay. I I did not like the way this wrapped up. Sting, of course, the 62-year-old oh, Stinger, wearing his black baggy outfit. Yeah, he doesn't look good in tights anymore, kids. <laughs> Teaming with Darby Allen, his young protege of the other <laughs> dark, evil, well, not evil anymore. Sting's old enough to have wrestled Ric Flair when Ric Flair was still young. Right. <laughs> Taking on Jeff Jarrett, making his AEW debut. Of course, Jarrett's working behind the scenes. This was the AARP portion of the show. <laughs> Again, and Jay Lethal with Sanjay Dutt and the giant former NBA player Satnam Singh in the corner. Now, when we talked about this match last week, we felt that the move to help this little group out with Jay Lethal and Satnam was for Jarrett and lethal to go over that did not happen it last did night. not some cool spots and i gotta say sing looked solid in what he did but sting and darby allen get the clean win they love darby allen they do well and the thing is and i guess this is something that we didn't take into account sting has not lost a match since he has debuted in aew now he's not wrestled in singles they've all been tag matches 
either six man or you know, with Darby. Yeah, I don't think they could allow him to wrestle a singles match right now. Oh, I just it wouldn't be Ric Flair last match bad. No, but, but it wouldn't be much better. But 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 Sting can still go. He's he's if if you have the right partner, he'd be yeah. okay. But Sting and Darby Allen go over in this match, and I gotta say, here's my problem, and you're, you're starting to see we're have some booking cracks here. What what is this group with Jarrett, Lethal, Dutt, and Singh doing? The answer's nothing. Exactly. At this point, those guys are dead. Yeah, there's no storyline here to further. And, well, that brings that begs the point to me, and this is my issue with AEW, basically from the beginning, what was the point of even bringing in Jay Lethal? Because they've done nothing with Jay Lethal. No, they haven't. And he's it's, one of, you know, people who know him, he's one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Yeah, I it didn't make any sense to me. And now you're trying to develop Satnam Singh into being a true giant uh, you know, and you know, of course, he was a center in the NBA. So, just picture that he's huge, huge yeah, and he, man. And he's the reason why Jeff Jarrett made the joke about Braun Strowman, right? The red and, skinny jeans. And so now you lose the match. So, where does that leave all of these guys? It Jarrett and Lethal losing on their own. Just if you took that match, you know, in a in a vacuum and said, "Hey, we're going to put these four guys in the ring together," okay. But you have you killed. You continue to kill Jay Lethal. Dutt is just running around being a maniac, which is okay. That's fine. But you're trying to build Sing up. And it's not helping. And not only that, but what does the win do for Sting and Darby Allen? Nothing. Nothing. It would have been it would have been good for Jay and Sing moving forward to win this match. You know, well, the, the problem but, is... However it happens, you know, you can do Jared with a guitar or whatever, right. that's the, fine. The problem is the only way you can have that happen is they can't go over on Darby Allen. They have to go over on Sting, and they're not going to have Sting lose the match. No, they're not. And that's so, the problem. So they, they book themselves into a corner. Because if you have them go over on Darby Allen, it kills anything you're doing with Darby Allen. Right. Just... I I just think this was a mistake. I completely concur. I really do. Of course, we're on the Mark Oak Show. KDWN 101.5 FM, 720 AM, Talk of Las Vegas, best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. Because on, on Wednesday on Dynamite, what are you, when, when Sting and Darby Allen show up, what are you doing with them? I don't know. Because Darby's kind of already had the singles run. Yeah. Who are who you challenging? You're challenging the you acclaimed? Can't, you can't take on the acclaimed. <laughs> exactly. I mean, no. Bad idea. They, they, actually, they, I think they already wrestled if I remember right, a while back. So, I don't know. But, like I said, pointless. Now we get to one that the flow of AEW's women division, women's division has seriously changed because of this match. As Jamie Hayter challenged Tony Storm for the AEW Interim Women's Championship last night. And you know how I feel about the interim title. Well, I don't like it either. It's... Well, Just call it the dang title. But let me let me get to that part after we go through the match. And Jamie Hayter, who was the bad girl in this one, the heel, was getting cheered like crazy in Newark. <laughs> she is so over. It's ridiculous. Is it, it's going to do what 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 happened to Seth Rollins and what happened is happening sort of to the bloodline. They're becoming faces, or at least anti-heroes, so the people love them. 
And Jamie Hayter put on a show last night, and and so did Tony Storm. Both fantastic yesterday. Maybe a, a little glitch here or there, but overall, I mean, both of them. But it's got to suck a, to know that you're the face going into a match and know that you're not going to get the biggest pop. No, and Tony <laughs> was, I mean, she wasn't getting booed out of the building. That happened later, but Tony loses the match. Jamie Hayter is now the, the interim, interim women's, women's champion. champion. And it, it, Jamie Hayter's time. And it was funny because Jamie was like, oh, we're going to do this on my own. No, she didn't. <laughs> Rebel comes down. She hits Tony with a belt. Doesn't work out. Britt Baker comes out. She's dressed in all black with a hater T-shirt. She interferes. But that wasn't where the fall came. Hater gets it later. But but Jamie Hater is now the women's champion. Interim. And, and I I think this is great. I, it's a terrific reward it, to it, me yeah, for someone move- who's really worked her way up and has gotten herself over with the crowd. And... What do they do with Hater now, though? Because she's so over. Well, see, that's a, that's a tricky part, and we're gonna we're gonna mold that question in with somebody else on the card later, because we have the same circumstance going on. But but my question at this point is: Tony Khan, the media scrum, Tony Khan's the owner of All Elite Wrestling, said he had considered stripping Thunder Rosa of the women's championship. Thunder Rosa is the lineal women's champion but she got hurt right before all out she got hurt in air quotes and tony storm ended up winning the championship the interim championship that they made and now jamie hater is interim thunder rosa is still on the sideline after months and again air quotes this is to me just it's time to strip rosa of the title I, I think and I think this hurts Tony a little bit too. Not because of what she did in the ring, but in terms of history and lineage, if you're following this, she technically was never the women's true champion. women's champion. No. Even though she was. And she was going to go over in this when she was going to wrestle Thunder Rosa. So she was going to win the championship but anyway. Now she doesn't have that shot. And it it puts Tony in just a weird place because if if, if Thunder Rosa comes back even next week, say, and wrestles, oh, Tony would kill her. And re- <laughs> but she wrestles, but the first match she's going to have is with Jamie Hayter, right? If she, and if Thunder Rosa beats her and keeps the championship, you cannot put Tony Storm as her next opponent. Look, it, the interim thing works in boxing. It works in UFC because you're having legitimate fights. But for these guys, no. It's no, it's, all, and all you have to do is, like I said, when you're the injured party comes back, they automatically get the first shot. Right, that's and all you have to say, and you don't have to have the interim title. And then Tony Storm's title would have been legitimate. The interim thing just, and and give Tony Khan credit for trying this because on paper it, it made sense. We we saw it happen with Cody, but the first time it, when it happened with Cody in the TNT title, he got COVID, and so they they pulled the belt off of him because they didn't know when he was coming back. But of course. He was back in a week and a half, so it, it was really it was kind of silly. And then Sammy's running around with two belts on him, so that didn't work out. We had the John Moxley was Sammy two belts. No, no, we didn't do that. But they did. They did refer to somebody else's a two belt person last night. It just it just doesn't make sense in professional wrestling. And it's if, if someone's hurt, it's been the tradition. You just forfeit the title, come back later, right? And and I I really hope that. Maybe Tony makes some sort of announcement 
strip Thunder Rosa and say Tony Storm is was a lineal champion and just kind of clean that up. I doubt they'll do that, but they should. We'll see. But this is going to be fun with Jamie Hayter going forward. Yeah, because I don't know what you do with her. Because you can't have her still run with Britt Baker. And oh, she's still running with Britt Baker. No, the problem is if you do, but Jamie Hayter's over and Britt Baker isn't. Oh, Britt's still over. Not like Jamie Hayter is. Yeah, they both are. They're all right. But it'll be it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Then we have the Tag Team Championship, the acclaimed, our good buddy Max Casker, who was on the show. You can listen to him on one of our podcasts at markoakshow.podbean.com. And Anthony Bowens taking on Swerve in our glory. That is Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee. Who are no longer. <laughs> they are. Uh, they have been separated. Yes, they have. Not amicably. Now, the question becomes, because Keith Lee's wife is now the newest member of the WWE universe, does that mean Keith Lee comes back? Is, oh, he's still under contract for a while. Is, I don't know how long his contract is, because he wasn't a huge contract, I'd imagine, that signed. It's at least three. You sure? It's either three or five. You sure? Yeah. Okay. So he's going to be there for a while. But, of course, the acclaim goes over, and the resulting issue was... Mr. Strickland slapped Mr. Lee. Mr. Lee's very large. Yeah, Yes, he is. And Mr. Lee did not appreciate it. No, he did not. And said, bye-bye. Good luck. And, and then Mr. Strickland got was, his butt whooped. Yes. But I got to say, Swerve and Keith both looked really good. And Swerve, I didn't realize how psychologically good he is in the ring. He's amazing. Yeah, I mean, and it's funny because wow. I, I think Hit Row really misses him. They do. He he just has the the mannerisms and the things that he does to convey his devilishness in the ring is incredible. Absolutely incredible. So he's going to be the heel and Keith Lee is going to be the face when yes, they match absolutely. up. Because they will definitely be facing off. Yeah, this is going to be fun. It's going to be great to watch. That's a nice storyline they have separated now. So now you can have the acclaim moving on to other tag teams because the, the, the Swerve in Our Glory is no longer there. Yep. So... There you go. Acclaim continues their reign. We'll probably be talking about this match more when if we get Joe back on here. But then the main event. Da-da-da-da. Maxwell Jacob Friedman. I'm going to do it on my own. I'm going to do it the right way. Uh-huh. Taking on John Moxley. And it was a great match. For the AEW it, World Championship. It was a great match. And the best part was when he he was going to use the diamond ring, and William Regal said, "Uh, uh-uh. yeah." Of course, Moxley is in the Blackpool Combat Club. Comes down to the ring with the leader of the, the group, coach William or the Regal, manager, or whatever you want to call it, and or former. And I got to say, first the match was very, very good. It was done very well. If you don't, if you don't need the flippy crazy stuff, this Who, was Braun your Stroman? match. The flippy flippers. Yeah, this was your match. And I've said it a million times about MJF. He has studied the wrestlers of the past. He knows how to do things right in the ring without doing crazy spots. For, for a guy as young as he is, he is really, and he said it on a podcast. He said, there's two guys in wrestling right now that are the top of the game, me and Roman Reigns. And MJF and Mox both did a great job. Of course, Mox booed out of the building. The crowd's going crazy for MJF. Oh, everyone loves MJF. He's the anti- he he is Stone Cold Steve Austin. It is it is along that those lines at this point. But Mox went full heel in this match. The fingers were flying to the fans. 
the profanities. The, the vacation is coming. The, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the winter is coming shows up, but for Mox, vacation is coming. CM Punk delayed that. But Mox went full heel. MJF went babyface most of the match until right at the end. When William Regal so we had, turned we, heel. So we had a ref bump that the referee gets knocked out, and then another referee gets knocked out. MJF is... In trouble, Mox has him tapping out, but there's no referee. Moxley goes to Regal, and Regal's telling him, get the ref, get the ref. So as he goes to get a referee, Regal, Regal pulls out his legendary brass knuck, brass knuck. tosses him to MJF. MJF gets the knucks. And there was no question that, that that's who he was giving them to. No, there was no doubt. It was a beautiful it distraction. It was like when Paul Heyman dropped the belt and said, go get the belt. Yeah, and MJF knocks out Moxley. Mox. And becomes the new AEW World Championship. The generational talent has his world title. Crowds going crazy for the bad guy. This was something else, man. What a scene. It really was. And the, the biggest question, well, not the biggest question, one of the questions to me, the, the, one of the things that came to my mind first is what happens to Blackpool Combat Club now? Well, see, we had all sorts of issues with the BCC. Because Danielson has been kind of Danielson has already been kind of frayed with them as is because of some of the stuff that he was doing, and now the leader of the club just took out their world champion. I think the BCC is pretty much done, and it's a shame because I actually liked that faction. Yeah, it was a good group, but yeah, that that's toast. And they and were selling it, it, a lot of merchandise so off that MJF too. MJF so. going to start coming down with William Regal now. That. Remains to be seen if they do a thing where, oh, I was just passing this on to the next generation. I mean, you have uh, to have you have to have William Regal on Dynamite address it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is going to be this is going to be a great episode of Dynamite. But your thoughts just overall on MJF becoming the world champion. At I love it. I mean, he, he's he is so over right now. And if Tony Khan doesn't pay him whatever he wants, he's an idiot. I, I agree. He has to. I mean, because, and I guarantee you the WWE will offer him whatever he wants, so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, I skipped a match, and I apologize. I screwed up there real quick. Samoa Joe, by the way, wins the TNT title. Love Samoa Joe. Taking out uh, Wardlow and Powerhouse Hobbs. Didn't help Hobbs last night. Nope. That didn't help Hobbs. And that doesn't help Wardlow either. Well, I think you get a good feud with Samoa Joe and Wardlow. Yeah, you, finally got a, you finally got an opponent for Wardlow on that for the TNT title. And I, That's I, lo- be I love Samoa Joe, so him winning it made me very happy. Yeah, but I just I feel bad for Hobbs. I, I was reading a review on Bleacher Report and said, Hobbs is going to make somebody else money, but his name's going to be Triple H. I at can some see that. <laughs> so, Reminds me of Mr. Hughes. Yeah, well, but oh, not even close, dude. <laughs> Hobbs way better than that. All right. Hey, guys, we are going to be coming back for a second hour in just a little bit. We'll see if Mr. DeFalco can show up or if it'll be Fish and I the rest of the way. Vandergriff. Let it go. But stick around for more here on the Mark Hoke Show. KDWN, we appreciate you joining us. Best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. Hour number two coming up. And we've got Survivor Series coming up this week. More pay-per-views. It's going to be a blast. Stick around. We'll be right back.
Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today and thanks for listening. 